This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Let's go to let's go to Martin, who came in and uh, Martin. When we spoke on uh, on on was it Monday Boxing Day, whatever we we probably assumed that that was probably the worst our, our week was going to get, but we were wrong, weren't oh, we? Oh, for fuck's sake! I, I, do you know what that guy was just said it to a T. But the last cause, yeah. What pisses me off the most is that's no passion. Every single team we come up against, they fight for the ball. Fight. We stand there like a fucking bunch of lemons. Honestly, does our team know how to play football? Seriously, They've, I don't think they do. Well, I'm, I've looked at the evidence this evening, and I would suggest that uh, a negative response is, is, is required in that. Four nil to Swansea, who's mid table. I, I looked at the table this evening. If we lose next game, we could be fifteenth. That's we're fifth at the minute. We could drop ten places. That's how bad it's going to go. And it's Norwich tonight. Yep. Norwich. Well, the, the ridiculous thing the ridiculous thing is, and if you listen to the preview podcast, they were saying, oh, no, everything's awful. Everything's gone. Of course, they've got to change a manager. And nobody, nobody starts up somebody's season like Watford. Can. No. Just shocking. But, Just shocking. Did you did you watch it from home tonight? I watched it at go? home tonight, uh, celebrating my birthday tomorrow. So uh, I was going to go to Swansea, but do you know what? I live all the way up in Liverpool. I'm literally. Oh, <laughs> so I thought about it, but I physically couldn't do it. It would have been, and I'm glad I didn't. Hats off to everyone who went down there tonight. I, I do feel sorry for, for everyone who went and p- paid for the ticket because I would have been in bits if I went tonight. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, well, well said, well said. Well, they get this out of the system and enjoy tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, Martin. Thank you. That's the important. That's that's the important thing. <laughs> and happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, mate. Well, let's let's face it. We'll we'll probably all come together and start crying again after Norwich. Oh, going, oh, do you remember the delights of Swansea? <laughs> Who knows? But I, I, Who knows? I think right, Billich could be gone tomorrow. I think the way it's going, I think Billich might be going. That's the way it's all happening. Like when we lose a bad game, we usually get rid of the manager quite quite quick. 
Oh, 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 there I've you go. A, um, there you go, Martin. Suggesting... I've got a partial stat here for you, Pete. So, you know, we were asking about oh, 2022, one of the worst years ever, blah, blah, blah. Um, a partial mm-hmm. stat has come in, which is it's been a dismal 2022 for Watford, who finished with 12 wins from 46 league games. So I haven't got the full goal difference, blah, 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 but 12 wins from 46 league games. That's fairly shite, <laughs> isn't it? No, it's not good. That's not it's not good. We've got loads of people wanting to have their say. Sorry, guys, do bear with us. But we're going to go to Ryan now, who I think is a first-time caller, I think. I could be wrong. Ryan, have, have you called in before, sir? We chatted before. Oh, hello, Peter. How are you doing? I'm, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's a 4-0, but you come on here and you have people oh, from Australia or from Wales swearing, <laughs> and it makes, me, it makes me happy. I have no idea why, but it simply uh, that's does. That's right, so, mate. I'd like to you. point out, um, I'm no longer a lurker. This is my first ever call. Yes! Podcast, We've do, moved so. a lurker. We've moved a lurker to the other side. He's joined oh, the dark brilliant. side. Brilliant. Go uh, on, then. What did you, what did you think of, of everything? Oh, I've, um, I've watched the last uh, 20 minutes of me dad. I've had a pub call with me dad today in London. Good decision. Paddington and that, but I've just uh, listened to the last uh, 20 minutes. I've watched the last 20 minutes of my dad's phone go, going back to um on a train home and oh, I'm just, oh, I don't know what to say. I'm absolutely fuming with the club. It's just a fucking disgrace, isn't it? You know? <laughs> oh. Is, is honest, there some honestly, kind of world record just, for swearing on a podcast? Because we're having a good oh, no, go. Go on, sorry, Ron. <laughs> sorry, no, I've just... I was, no, go for it. Where, where we've come from, I'll, I'll go back a bit now, but where we've come from since our FA Cup final to Man City... It's just, oh, it's just horrendous. It's just gone really downhill and I'm just fuming. I'm absolutely fuming the way we're going as a club. Well, I think there's been so many moments this year and I suppose, you know, with it tomorrow being being New Year's Eve, now is the time to kind of at least look back in a little a little bit. We're going to do it properly tomorrow. But there's been so many moments where you think, oh God, it can't get any lower. And it's one of the callers said earlier on. And yet we, yeah. still find, we still find a way to go, oh no, 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 no. You can sink so much lower emotionally, morally, in a connection with the club, all, all of these things, you know, and it's... Oh, you just you just want to have a team that you think and feel represents you that puts in a shift. I'm I'm more than happy to have players who are less technically gifted than some of our the the South American guys who've come in. And the South American guys, by the way, who've come in have not been the problem. It's been the spine that we've kind of tried to assemble it no, around. Or, no, I agree. Or yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. Oh well, I'm glad I'm glad you've uh, glad you you've joined in from uh, from from Lurkerville. That's excellent. That's right. It was well, definitely. I love this podcast. I thought, uh, why not? Oh, thank you, yeah. sir. That was that's lovely for you to join in. <laughs> no, no I, problem. I, Thanks, Ryan. So, if you were Gino Pozzo, and I appreciate this is something okay. to put on, this is something to put on anybody. But let's face it, I couldn't have done this with uh, with Alex's call or with Darren from Australia. I think they'd have probably exploded if I'd have asked them to role play as Gino Pozzo. You're going to have to make a, a New Year's resolution. Okay, come the first if between now and the Norwich game, a New Year's resolution. What would that resolution be? Do you think? <sighs> Just pots so out for me. Just get out of the club. Just really leave. There you are. Yeah, just there leave. Simple as that, mate. Just, oh, I want Elton John back, honestly. I just think if he comes in after his um, goodbye Yellow Bit Road tour and all that, just, I think it, it would do wonders for us. He'll step in. He cares about us. The Potsos, I don't think, do. They're just, they're just ruining our club. Simple as that, really. It's just, just embarrassing. Week in, week out, I'm sick of it. So you're 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 in the camp that is now okay, Gino. Thank you for thank you for the for the decade. Yeah, I'll, it's, I'll it's now time for new new stewardship. I'm, yeah, I agree. I just think yeah, Gino's done a lot of good for the club, but I just think now, nah, this is it. He's out of his depth. It's just pathetic. Now. It's just absolutely disgraceful. It's embarrassing week in week out what we do. 
nah, uh, he's out for me. I'm sick of it. Ryan, superb call, sir. Superb hey. call. I'm really, really loving that. Yeah, I know where hey, you're going. Are you ready for um, some stats, uh, mate, quickly? Because Nick, Nick the Hornet has got in touch with with a, a fuller picture of our 2022. This is this makes grim reading, right? Our record in 2022: played 46, won 12, drawn 11, lost 23, 47 points out of a possible 138. What do you reckon our goal difference is? Oh God, just My, tell me. Just minus tell me. 28. <laughs> well, yeah. guys, I'm so sorry we've kept you waiting, but we're going to go to Hannah. Um, Hannah, you've been waiting on for absolutely ages. If you hit the mic button at the bottom left and then let us know what you think. No, I'm, I'm literally, I listen with me dad, Mal. I listen to him, you know, every time a football match is on. So I thought, I'm going to join, sod it. Oh, oh lovely stuff. This not going like to lie. That was fucking dreadful. Sorry, but Ooh. it was. Oh, that's that's some good quality swearing. I'm, I'm I'm very impressed with the quality of swearing that people are bringing out here. It's considered. It's it's articulate. It's not just none of you. Have, no, oh, they're excellent. Yeah, it was shite, wasn't it? It was never absolutely mind. dreadful. I've never seen them play worse. I can't understand how they're like fifth in the league because they just keep losing. It's it's, oh, it's, it, it's just appalling. What what kind what kind of move would you suggest the old man is in then? Oh, he's, he's fine. He's sat, he's sat in the living room now. <laughs> he's just, he's come on. He's had a swear. He can go off again. There you oh go. God, yeah. But no, it was absolutely. I've never seen them. You know, just shocked how bad they played. Well, we do. We do seem to be making a bit of a porridge of the whole season. You know, from that point on. If you could sign, I've got to ask you a question because we just had Andrew French on. I don't know if you were able to hear him. And yeah. I was saying, what did, what, what did he think? Um, you know, what, what did he think we, we needed uh, most of all? From watching tonight, other than, other than a team that maybe occasionally pass to each other and perhaps entertain the, the whole concept of defending, what do you think we need? I think we need to get rid of a decent goal scorer. We need to get Pozzo out. And I can guarantee this time tomorrow, we'll have a new manager. Oh, you think, you think he's gone? I think you he'll think- be gone this time tomorrow. Do you reckon? That's interesting. Oh. That's interesting. I really do. Uh, who will we replace him with, though, Hannah? Who will we replace him with? Oh, God knows. Anyone. Anyone better. Because bloody bring Elton John to look after everyone again. <laughs> I'll tell you one person it won't be, and that's the current incumbent Luton, uh, Luton manager. And I appreciate some of our Luton brethren have been trying to get on the uh, on the show tonight, but uh, you, you will forgive us if, uh, if if we leave that for another day. Every time you, you'll say, I'm, I'm sure the, uh, the the 4-0 scoreline would have been just too much for them to bear, but there we go. Well, there's Hannah. We've got somebody else who's moved over from being at Lurker onto the, onto the dark on side. For getting in there. Ah, well, no, never mind about that. Lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for calling in and, uh, and do, 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 do look after the old man. That's all good to hear. That's all good to hear. Right. So let's go to Katie. Katie, are you? Are you must be back now. You're no longer Leicester bound, are you? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm back. Back to Leicester. Oh, oh, it's not been a good return, has it? No, and I feel like every time I come back, we always lose. It's Literally. not your fault. <laughs> I, 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 even even Andrew French didn't blame you, so you're fine. That's that's okay. There's no. Oh. Go on then, mate. How, how's it been being remote from Watford? But also seeing how the season's been going up, down, and not very progressive. I mean, it's like being at uni and not being able to go to games like every weekend has made me like try and appreciate the ones that I can go to because it's like if I don't get to do it as much now, I can only really go when I'm back home. So I was I was at the um, Millwall game on Boxing Day and I literally was like sitting there. I was like, why am I here? Like this is so rubbish. Like it's not enjoyable football. You know, we can take a few losses if we're still trying, but the players 
don't even look like they're trying anymore. I didn't even watch the game tonight because I was um I was at work, but they it sounds like we were horrendous and then hearing about also Tom getting injured like I don't even think we have any midfielders left I think the only we only have like one left or something like it's actually ridiculous I think that all the injuries we've had obviously we have had a lot but that has to go down to the medical team like what are they doing how are we getting this these are professional athletes how are they getting injured this March I literally I put out a tweet and I was like you know if we haven't got players literally walking through the door tomorrow evening then we cannot compete in this league because we don't have obviously we've got um the new scouts people in and stuff but if they don't do anything we are so screwed like I don't understand how we can and and it was I was in here when um I think it was that someone's dad was literally shouting in the car (laughs) <laughs> that was Alex's yeah, that was, uncle. That, that was Alex's uncle yeah. who was doing a fine line in profanity. I I thoroughly approved of that. Yeah, and and he was just saying how like the fans are just. I can't believe not like how is nothing happening? You know, I don't understand. But then I feel like we are being vocal. We are expressing. You know, people are putting out public tweets. I don't understand how the club aren't noticing stuff or they're just choosing to ignore it, which they probably are. But I just, I honestly, I can't, I feel so bad for the people that went today. It was horrendous. Never in a million years would I make that trip. So good on the people that did. But I honestly think we are in such a deep hole right now and I'm not sure how we're going to get out of this mess I'm not sure if I'm meant to be speaking here oh rude yeah no no that's fine that's fine we we, we, we bring people on (laughs) no 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 that's fine Katie Katie meet meet Rudy Rudy meet Katie (laughs) that's all right Rudy what did you Rudy, what did you think of tonight of tonight and the season so far? Then, my God, look after after watching every game of the World Cup, I kind of dreaded going back to Championship football. You know, you're counting your boys, you're counting what what can we do here, where are we going to go, what you know, formations and stuff. And 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 when you see them play, you're just like. Ugh. You're just deflated, <laughs> you know. And I, and I have my boy here, and he's ten years old, and I'm trying to get him interested in football, and <laughs> it's a it's a hard task, you know. When you're what for watching fact. that, won't Yeah, well, it was, but he's there, man. He's he's committed. He's telling me like what we should do, and I'm like, and I'm 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 looking the other way. I'm putting stuff on the fire, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I can't look at this. And he's going, no, no, wait, wait till we get the sun. Wait till we get the sun. And and that's that's the spirit, you know. I I'm cynic by nature, and I will I will crucify anyone I see playing badly, and I, which is everyone basically. And, and <laughs> you got a lot to pick and from, the yeah. And the management, and well, maybe not the management, but the players. But I just I I just see a, as everyone said, I've got nothing to add to whatever's been said tonight. You know, I've been listening for a while, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's the same old story, isn't it? It's, there's nothing new to add. You know, we, we don't have a team, don't have a... My my main problem is there's no captain. There's no man there. And I always look back to Dini. And I've said this before, mm-hmm. either you know, amongst friends or on, on these kind of things. We don't have a focus. Yeah. We don't have a, we don't have anyone like, like look at England in the World Cup. Everyone was, everyone was terrified of like Henderson coming on and you know, everyone thought, ah, oh, fuck off. Like he was terrible. And look at what he did. Gave him a focus, gave him someone to shout at them. Gave him you know, someone to like actually tell them what to do. 
the way I see it, the, the way we're playing, it's just 11 people on a pitch doing playing football. You know, you just throw it in a park yeah. among 11 players. And that's what they're doing. I, I don't see a focus. I don't see a, a nexus, like, a, like you know, a reason to play. Like, I, I don't I don't see it. And and, and I, what, what, really, what really got me down was, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, actually said, like, who would you like as Watford captain? And it was, it must have been six months ago, 12 months ago. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Sissoko, or it was like cleverly, or it was somebody else. Or well, the fourth option was by a captain, and that told, that made me like shrivel. Like that made me like go, "What the fuck? Who buys a captain? Like, how do you buy a captain? We well, you have to grow a captain, and and we don't have." Mm, one. Yeah, um, I th- well, I th- I think if you look at some of the captains that have been mentioned, I mean. People and I'm pretty sorry. I'm probably going back to prehistoric times here, but you know somebody like John McClelland, who was brought in in the 80s, was a, was a was a great captain. But you can go to the 90s. Somebody like Andy Hessenthaler, who was brought in. I love um, who, yeah. Who, some Yeah, but now, but at the same time as, as Hessenthaler or just after him, obviously Rob Page. He was one who was who was grown through the ranks. I agree with you. It, they can come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Well, what I, I mean think is what we're short, what we're short of is some some character. Is what you need with them. You can't buy no, one. They seem to be in short supply. They seem to be in short I mean, supply. Craig, well, keep Craig your Cathcart, yeah, maybe. But but, is that... but Craig is one of those who leads by example. And what we need here is somebody who's going to go and go and rattle a few cages. And yeah. I, you know, I, I, I love Craig dearly. I think he's a. I think he's been a fantastic servant. And I think he's been on occasions he's been much maligned when it's been undeserved. And I think he's probably. I, I was still surprised that he got taken off tonight. But think... he is. He is. is you know, somebody who will do so in that way. I think we need somebody. Like Deeney, who would basically go in and and knock the teacups about. Where'd you get but one you would think them, that though? with Billich, well, you think with Billich and with uh, Julian Dix, you would think that there wouldn't be too many uh, uh, teacups left standing, really. But, uh, <laughs> but who knows? But who knows? Right, Rudy, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you so you. much for coming on, mate. So guys, we've been keeping you so long. Just going to add in Matt Matt Burns or Matthew Burns. I don't, I don't know why I shorten people's names. I shouldn't. I did that the other day quite wrongly. Matthew, if you want to hit your, your mic button, let us know what you think. We've got Tom, we've got Andy, we've got Dan. We're going to come to you all. Oh, and Aston as well. We're going to try and get you in as well. Matthew. Oh, what an absolute bunch of isn't it tonight? <laughs> hey, there you go. That's absolutely spot on, I would suggest. The the, the bleep machine might come out, but uh, let's face it, I doubt it because that was spot on. Did you go? Now, all I say is I work in Swansea. I live in Cardiff. Yeah. I didn't go because I knew what was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? I, t- I took my lad to Coventry at home. I drove all the way from Cardiff. Oh. His first ever game. And you just know what was going to happen. Just fucking got, just fucking can't give a shit. None of them. Well, the thing is, we've, we've always described it as being something that's Watfordy. That when you think we can't lose, we do. When you think we can't win, we do. But we've stopped doing a lot of that. I mean, a lot of people will point to the Huddersfield game out of the last five as a you know, as a win, and it was a win, and we could have won it four or five nil, but importantly, we didn't. But the rest of the games have just been no shows. Well, do you know what? I, you know, like, like working in Swansea. Yeah, I said to my, I said to the boys in work, I said, look, you know, they said mm-hmm. I want to keep knock off early, go to Cardiff, pick your ladder, take them to the game. I thought, do you know what? There isn't anything in that team that would make you want to go and support them, and that is sad. I've supported Watford since nineteen eighty four. And it drives you fucking insane. It's just, it's <laughs> no. just, it brings tears. My, my lad's crying on the sofa because he knows he's going to go into sport in school 
on on Monday and take absolute pelters, like you know, and none of them fucking players give a shit. And do you know what I mean? It's an absolute shambles, like you know. I I, I don't know where to go with it. Like. No, it's well, you're, you're you're echoing that disconnect that everybody has spoken about in terms of not feeling the connection because you're not seeing the effort, the work rate, the the uh, and and the organisation. I think um, somebody earlier on tonight, Sean, said you know for the first thirty minutes it looked good, but we were we were always capable of basically kind of shooting ourselves in the kneecap several times and, and, and we did so with the ball out from from truce and then the game went and then the, the moment it happens it, it was a bit like again being in the chat in the premiership whereby we had this glass chin whereby one goes in and we didn't look like scoring anything else because other than what Bayo right at the end getting a header on fair play to him he came on and, and tried to do something there, but other than that there was absolutely nothing after they went one up they just went on and kind of more and more and more. Absolutely Sorry, nothing. I mean, you, you, I tell I tell my lad like you, people like Tommy Mooney who give a give a shit about the shirts and cared and do you know what I mean? You know, you look at you know the the past players we've had and you just think there's nothing in that team, absolutely nothing. Do you know what I mean? You, you look at when they went one nil down. Have a look at when they went to the, you know, when they went to take the uh, the kick off. They, they they don't want to be there. I and mean, it's just demoralising, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I, I'm there. My lad, fair play. Like, where's Watfordshire in fucking Cut and Caffilly where we live? Like, and it's demoralising. And do you know what I mean? Something needs to change. Agreed completely. Agreed. Matt, we still got about a few more people to get on, but lovely for you to call. Please call again. And one thing that we really love about this being online, but we had, I don't know if you heard earlier on, but we had Darren from Australia ringing in. Uh, unless somebody's going to move to the moon, I think he's probably going to hold the record. But he, he rang in and said, you guys in the stadium, you represent all of us who are remote. And I love this because it, it brings everybody together, whether you're having to you know, really schlep up to get to a Coventry game or, or wherever. So, uh, so please don't be a stranger. Come back on again, uh, uh, Matt. Really, really appreciate your call, sir. Andy. Hello. Oh, look at this. Andy's got it. There you go. Andy, how how you doing, mate? Well, you know what? I'm 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 all right, to be honest, after that, because I expected it to happen. I really did. You know, I think I I described it earlier as um it would be a great big Christmas turd of a performance. <laughs> you was. weren't wrong. It was. And do you know what? It's this whole Pozzo business. It's just like a, a, a rotting fish now. The whole the whole business. It, the, the, you know, they say that the, the head a fish rots from the head down. The club is rotten. Yeah. Everything about it is rotten. The squad, the hierarchy, the tie in with with buyer. It, it's just all wrong. We've got no strength in depth due to the due to really shit recruitment. Mm-hmm. We've got a really bizarre medical backroom staff. Players oh, getting injured yes. in training, players be getting injured and being out for ages or being brought, you know, kept kept on the field when they're clearly injured and then exacerbating injuries. Everything about the club is just fucking going wrong. And I you know, I, I've I've been um a critic of Pozzo for a long time. I haven't jumped on the bandwagon recently. I've never liked the way we hired and fired managers. In the early days, Mm -hmm. I I mentioned, I think I described it as a scattergun approach to transfers because if you remember that second season, uh, Mm -hmm. Zola was, was, uh, he resigned and and then... um, Yep. took over. We were literally just bringing in anybody and getting the likes of that Merkel guy and, you know, <laughs> uh, other players, nondescript players just coming in. It was literally like, well, we'll just blast the, we'll blast the Pozzo shotgun out, see what we hit. 
and see what comes back. And, you know, and, and you know what? There were times, you know, we got away with it. We brought players in we, and we glossed over the fact, the fact of what we were doing, we glossed over it because we were doing all right. And then we got to the cup final and that was our zenith. We had it in our hands then to push on. We're going to, you know, we're going to get into Europe. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And and since then, everything, everything that Pozzo has touched has literally turned to shit. You know, I know we had that brief nadir and that, that brief zenith of going up during, during COVID. But since then, it's just been a shocker. It's been a shocker. And it ain't the Watford that I supported. I've, I've supported this club since 1980. That was my first game. Harlow at home in the Cup. 4-3. Oh, 4-3, yeah, yeah. my first one. And, you know, I've seen the good times under Taylor. I've seen the second good times under Taylor. I've seen the shit times. And this is shit. This is shit because it ain't Watford. You know, when, when we were shit before, right, when Colin Lee was in Perryman, the season with Bassett, when we were shit during those 90s, we were still Watford. This ain't Watford. This is just some madcap Serie B club run by a fucking Italian narcissist who, who, who basically won't accept any criticism, does what he likes and surrounds himself with his mates. And I'll tell you what, it's all going to come tumbling down when uh, when Bayat's trial comes up and he gets found guilty. Right, I'm going to pause there. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> I, w- I, I, w- we, I will say... cut that bit for legal reasons, Peter. No, that's okay. I, I will say that uh, Italian narcissists, other narcissists are available. Uh, see Lawrence Bassini for yes, details. Yes. Uh, that, 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 may, that may be another bit that we cut. Who knows? Anyway, excellent. And great call, sir. Great call. Look, the point is about this whole thing is the fact that the idea is come on and say what you want to say. Because everybody, a lot of people obviously have, have mentioned about the communication with the club or nothing coming back from the club. This is out there. This is, and we might just be shouting into the void. Probably are. Who knows? Who cares? But you're sharing it with everybody on here in terms of what's going on and what's been bad and what's been occasionally good. But, uh, Nothing immediately flies to mind since uh, since the World Cup as as potentially very good. This is Shorty, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Enjoy the game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So we go to anyway. Let's uh, let's look to. Uh, I'm going to try to go to Dan after Boyd um, and Tom again because we tried to get them on, but nothing worked. But so we'll come back to you guys. But Boyd, sir, we haven't spoken to you in a little yeah. while. I hope you well. I hope you had a good Christmas. Yes, uh, ruined by tonight. I mean, look. <laughs> well, of course, absolutely. Look, there, there's a few, <laughs> go on, there's mate. a few issues. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That it all stems from the top. I think Duxbury gets criticism. I really don't know why. Duxbury is the admin man. He runs the business. Mm -hmm. He is a puppet for Pozzo. You and I have more influence on the team than Duxbury. You know, we've got to be grown up about it. 
Duxbury's on a million uh-huh. pound a year. He's not going to walk away. I don't blame him. He takes his money and does as he's told. The team, I mean, the lack of character is quite frightening, isn't it? Yes, recruitment is abominable. I, I've got two words to say about recruitment that I think says it all. Danny Rose. <laughs> and that tells you everything about our recruitment. Three stone overweight, I, I love... mentally unwell. And I feel sorry for him that he's yeah. got mental health issues. I do. I'm not belittling that. I'm belittling the moron that recruited him. Mm-hmm. You don't need to no, anything else about our recruitment apart from Danny Rose. You look at the team tonight, Gaspar can't play. Too slow, disinterested, doesn't care. Truce to con, can't play is a compliment. Cathcart, getting old. Nagakia, average at best, being played out of position, don't care, on a fortune. More than some of us earned a year. Get over yourself. Bakuna touched the ball three times in 90 minutes. Yeah, TDB <laughs> did try, but, you know, Davis hasn't looked good for the last four or five games. Saar should be playing for Nando's with all the other chickens. <laughs> the most gutless player I've ever seen in a Watford shirt. I mean, it's pathetic. So what chance have we got? And, you know, poor old Billage, probably get the sack after Norwich. We'll get beat at Norwich. he get the sack, and then Moji buyout or find someone to put into the club. I do agree with your caller that allegedly Bayek has a trial coming up, and mm-hmm. if it goes wrong, I think we could find ourselves getting a points deduction. I hope I'm wrong. But there is no question they don't care, the players. And I don't want to hear, apparently Andrew Andrew French is reporting he's never seen Billick so annoyed. Yep. He said he came on here and said it literally about half an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, he, some people couldn't hear it for some reason, but we'll, we'll be putting it out like this with the podcast, right. et cetera. So, uh, so every, you'll, be, you'll be able to hear it. But yeah, he said he was, he was absolutely incandescent. Yeah. Well, quite um, right too. You know, to, to put, to, yeah, exactly. As he said, he, and, uh, and the reason why Andrew came on was to say, uh, literally, he's staying over in Swansea and he said, so I'm sitting here with a cup of tea and I'm raging. And I just wanted to come on and talk to some fans and say, actually, this is, this is Billich's reaction. So, uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's, that I, certainly seemed to be the case. I mean, it, it really, I think, you know, people talking about a promotion, I think we should be looking over our shoulder. Now, my promotion, I mean, look, the injuries, it's easy to blame the medical team. And I do think, you know, Pedro shouldn't have played on, Chowdhury shouldn't have played on. But a lot of them have been contact injuries. Forget Courtney Howes, because he shouldn't have been taken, should he? Forget Menage, because all he does is play 20 minutes and gets injured. So that's a recruitment issue. So the fact that we've got virtually the entire first-choice midfield out, and now Sunday, well, Monday against Norwich, we'll probably have to have, what, Bakuna, Aspria, and, and Kone, other. presumably. Yeah. Kone, who's just come in from Montreal, yeah. who's who's only 20 himself. He only started playing professional football at yeah. Montreal in February. He's, he's gone to the World Cup. He sounds, he sounds like he's a great prospect, but we won't really know until Monday when we see him with our own eyes. Exactly. And look, if we could, if we had an owner that would stand mm-hmm. up and say, look, we've made a mistake, we've got to get it right, but I want the fans to know I'm behind everything and I'm going to, you know, make sure we get players coming in, even if he didn't mean it. 
even if he then turned around the end of the transfer window and said, well, we did our best, but people wanted too much money. I'd rather that bullshit than say nothing. It's insulting. Yeah, well, yeah, because he cares about Udinese because he's spoken to the press out there, but he doesn't care about us enough. And the players, I mean, we, we were told by Andrew French at the beginning of the season that some bad eggs had gone out the dressing room. Well, bloody hell, if bad eggs have left the dressing room, how bad must they have been? How very bad true. Must they have been? Very true. Know, very true. Rumours. One of them bad eggs might be coming back. Rumours. Only rumours. But who's that? Dennis. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, let, let's see where we go with that. Boyd, as ever, Boyd comes on and pulls no punches and gives exactly what we want on here, which is what your opinion is, because this is the place for whatever your opinion, whether you agree with us, disagree with us, and, and anybody else, it's fine. <laughs> if you do, if you disagree, that's fine. We can agree to disagree. But Boyd, superb call as ever. Thank you very much. Right, get Tom on, and we're going to try and get Dan and see if we can't get past some of these Twitter spaces gremlins that we've had. Tom, if you hit the old mic button, we'll see if we can get you on. Tom, you're on. Victory. Yeah. Do not scratch your eyes. One Elon Musk nil. Brilliant. (laughs) Excellent. Go on, Tom. What do you reckon, mate? Well... Firstly, like, I don't know where to start. I think what what is going on with I think that with eighteen eighty one, what like they they're the only group that can come out against this owner. I mean, they've got they've got what they want. They've got the singing section. They've got they can wave flags before the game. Do something about it. They're the only they're the only group that can do anything about this owner. And everyone knows that's where this is this is rotten. Everyone in here is in agreement with the Pozzo should be out, and, and we're done with it. We're sick of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, well, there's obviously lots of groups. There's also the um, uh, the Watford Supporters Trust, who I'm, I believed uh, were going to be talking to uh, to people, but what comes of that? God knows what comes of uh, the 1881 doing something. But certainly there is um, there is a, a groundswell of people who have said about. And they've not just said it on this and the last two games. It's been said over the course of the full year, which we know has been pretty much in the pits for results. But a lot of people have said about this disconnect. And it doesn't matter whether or not you live, you know, two miles from the ground like I do, or if like Darren earlier on, who called in from 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 Australia, who who basically Watford have been pissing him off from about thirteen thousand miles away for the last forty-seven years, but have never felt this frustrated and this removed from the players, from the club themselves. Now, we've spoken to some people. People will know we've had Dave Messenger on. We've had we've spoken to Anne Swanson. We've done some stuff to try to balance out everything. There are some really, really good people at the club who want to make the club, the family club, make it absolutely family orientated. The bringing back of the Junior Hornets or rather, you know, the, the kind of promoting of it, despite whatever Katie says, obviously. Um, it has been absolutely superb. The stuff that they, you know, some of the stuff that they're trying to do is all there. The problem is we've got an ownership that feel trigger happy and seem to be not listening to uh, to, to a lot of their counsel that that they bring in. You know, they bring in to try to bring them some sage advice, but it doesn't seem to be listened to too much. Tom, I think we don't recruit in defenders. We're you look at it, the likes of Jer- in my opinion, the likes of Jerry, Jeremy and Gakia. He's not. Uh-huh. He's a League One standard. Every time he gets on the ball, he loses it. And it's the same with the centre-arts we've had over the last 
what, 10 years? The last time we've had a, a half decent centre half was with Nathan Aki. And it's like, is it going to continue to happen? Everyone you speak to at the club says, yeah, we need a solid leader. We need a defender. And it's just like, every time we're just recruiting a Senegalese winger, a young Brazilian, who's, it's just like, what, how do you expect to get back up in the league if this is how you're going to, if this is how you're going to go about your business? Yeah, I, it's, in some ways, I haven't got a problem with some of the flair players that, that they that they bought in because they can, they can you know, they're, they're flary. The problem is you've got to put them into a framework. You know, you've got to put them into a spine of a team. You've got to have character in that spine. And we we, we simply don't. We, we spoke about earlier on uh, uh, tonight about the what was called the player, uh, the uh, the fan committee or, or what have you, all of this stuff that went on back last April. And one of the things that was said at the time, and it was said by Scott Duxbury, who doesn't seem to really be, be getting too much of a say, because I think it all comes down at the end of the day to what Gino Pozzo wants, Gino Pozzo gets. It's his club. Fine, fair enough. But one of the things that he said at the time when they were talking about the, the potential of falling down into the championship was that the championship is a weak league. Wrong. It's not. It's a highly competitive league. It's a, a league where you have to be incredible. You have to have incredible levels of endurance to go through and you have to be up for it because if you're not, you get your ass handed to you on a plate. And the names that two names that were mentioned were, well, that there were going to be three players brought in from the under 23s. Well, I see none of them, but also Tom Cleverley and and Gosling. And then Gosling comes in, is roundly ignored until we use him at right back. And then he's he's injured because he's, you know, he's basically the wrong side of kind of what, 33. The same thing, the same thing with Tom Cleverley. There has to be investment into bringing players in with good levels of energy and good level of robustness to get through the 46 games or a good portion of them. Because you look at the the, the midfield combination that we had there today with Tom Deli Bashiru and Bakuna. How many different combinations have we had playing there? The the reliable one or the most reliable one has been what? Cabaselli and uh, along with Chowdhury. But other than that, we've had loser come in and then go out. We've had uh, any number of players go in there and then come out and then get injured and then go out. And now we've got literally none of them left. None of yeah. them left. Six six out of six midfielders gone. Sorry, mate. Like, yeah, like you say, everything goes back to that squad there. We've not got that. We've not had that. If you look at the team we had last time round when we were in the championship, we had the likes of Kapu, who, who was playing at the beginning of the season. Um, we had the choice of four, four separate solid centre-forwards centre uh, last time around. And it's just like, now you look at it, I don't think Davis is, good, is a bad player. I, still think, I think the quality yeah, is there. I, I think, but we need more of that. We need more players around him. Today, he didn't have enough touch is when we're playing too too far back, we need to be pressed up on Swansea. We know what they're going to do. They they bopped us about at home, and um, we knew they've done the exact same thing today. And it's just like we can't play against possession teams because we've not got the we've not got the players to do it. Uh, we've not got the players to press. And it, and the likes of like even Bakuna, I know he's he's coming just to fill in the gap, but if that's going to be the quality of the players that we're going to bring in, then that, we don't want it. We don't want we don't want the likes of Bakuna. I think it, no. it, all you had to do is look at um, Cardiff's Twitter page as soon as they've released him. They were glad to, to see the back of him by the looks of it. No, I don't disagree. Don't disagree. Tom, sir, it's getting late. Thank you so much for hanging on and trying to get back on again. Really appreciate you coming on. Please don't be a stranger. Bring, please please come back on again. That would be great. Let's go to Dan now, who, uh, who we, again, we trialled and, and I famously failed to be able to try to get on, on Dan. Dan, are you there, sir? Oh, I think so. Can you hear me? We've got yes, you. We Triumph Remnant 2. Elon Musk nil. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with there's, there's one there's one triumph this evening. There's bugger all else, but there we go. Sir. It, anyway, sir, what 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 were your it's thoughts? Just a quick one, really. I mean, I'm I, you know I'm not a fan of the way we the the, the positive sack managers, uh, and I'm the first uh-huh. to say that. However, 
One thing that you can see often with well-coached teams is that they have a way of playing and whoever they bring in to the team knows the way that that team play and they fit in to the way that team play. And I genuinely, I was there, um, I watched on uh, on Sky tonight, I was at Millwall despite living in Bristol. I was at the home game for Millwall. I, I don't think... I don't think we have a way of playing unless that involves and unless that genuinely involves um, Davis dropping back into our half, picking up the ball and, and dribbling <laughs> for five minutes nowhere. I don't think we have a style. I genuinely don't. And I, yeah. I think you see these well-coached teams, for example, like Millwall. No, I don't want us to play like Millwall. I, I don't, you know, I think we've got the ability, even even with the injuries, to play a better type of football than Millwall. But, um, but they're well-coached teams now Slava Bilic as far as I understand is a, is a, is a good is a good coach is a good manager mm-hmm. but we don't seem to be well coached the players don't seem to me and this is just my impression I'm happy to be wrong yep. to know how they're playing to know how we as a team want to operate now whether that's over reliance on on people like Pedro and in theory Saar who um who's letting himself down a lot at the moment. I mean there's no there's no debating that. But I, I think as far as I can see, especially in the last maybe months at uh, months of village, it, it purely and simply we, we give it to certain players like like Pedro and, and hope that he's gonna do something. And that's not a well coached team. I'm not saying Sack Village. Obviously injuries and recruitment have been an issue, but the fundamentals surely should be to have a well-coached team that know how we play. How do you marry that up with the fact that, obviously, we bring in Rob Edwards, we give him pre-season, and then after 10 games, he's gone? Because, of course, it's kind of like them bringing somebody else in and it's almost like trying to change planes mid-flight, if you know what I mean. Other bad analogies no, are available. 100%. Um, no, I understand 100%. But what we've got, though, is we've got Billich with the core, with the vast majority of the squad for several weeks in, where did they go, Spain? In the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did Spain with that clear opportunity to imprint Billich's way of playing, and that I presume. I mean, I mean, the, the, the concept, as far as I understand it, is you have a way of playing, and then the best as possible, the the youth team, the fringe players, then all buy into that way of playing. Now we've had this unique. That is that is that is the ideal. We have the unique. That, that is you know, the ideal. Unique opportunity during the World Cup for the fringe players as well as the core players generally, apart from Saar to spend some time with a coach many weeks. I mean, it was a luxury, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. during this, this weird off-season to imprint a style of playing, whatever it was that Billich wanted. Now, I still think Billich, in theory, his record shows he's a good coach, but I cannot see a style of playing. I can't see it. You know, I can go on about player effort and commitment and spine, etc. But surely the fundamental, the basics have got to be that a team know how they should play. Dan, super stuff. Um, my background, I was development coach and a coach educator, FA coach educator. And everything you say is absolutely the ideal and to try to have that. And I agree with you. Everything we do looks 
impromptu, it looks like, well, we'll give it to Sarah, we'll give it to Pedro, and they'll do something with it. And there doesn't seem to be very much coherence, shall we say, in terms of team pattern, either with the ball or without the ball, or indeed in transition. It looks a mess, to be quite frank. But I think his, his argument would be to, to say that it's been constant changeover and, of course, the injuries are caught, etc., etc., etc. But you're quite right. You would expect to see more than we saw tonight. And the absolute minimum that we would require, thank you, Dan, I really, really appreciate you coming on, sir, uh, that we would really appreciate is an effort and a work rate. The one game this season, the one, especially the, the first game this season, that we've actually shown a level of commitment and a level of um, effort and putting it in, and I appreciate that all the stars aligned, was the home game against Luton. And it will be the shining light of everybody's season, etc. But that's that's a sad indictment in itself because we know we should be doing better and we should be having more performances such as that rather than it be the odd one. People might also talk about Stoke as well. But for me, yeah, really, it, it was it was the Luton game that, that that really we saw something in terms of effort. Because if you remember, we didn't have loser in that game. You know, whereas Stoke, he came on for the last half hour and kind of bossed it and really showed what we could do. So we, we shall see. Right, anyways, um, I'm going to go to some of the uh, the five-word reviews and some of the, uh, the the comments on here. And then we're going to look to wrap it up because we're getting very late. Steve Ottway said on the, the five-word reviews, just show us some effort. That kind of echoes it. James Roos says, no passion, not my Watford. Dave Lavender says, players don't deserve to wear the shirt. Sorry, seven words. Yeah, well done, Dave. I'm, I'm liking this this apologetic. Uh, the blue shirts look nice. Well done, Nick. Well done, Nick. Nick fine. Nick Lansing, well done. Finds finds the, uh, the, the, the silver lining in the cloud of the day. Dave Lavender, give us our money back. That wouldn't be a bad gesture for the club to actually acknowledge that it was an absolute shocking show. Tom Johnson. Uh, Thomas Johnson said, thank fuck I didn't go. I think a lot of people say that. Malk says, uh, Pozzo, you owe me £200. Alden Bowery says, utterly embarrassing, toothless, unforgivable shite. Very pleasing combination of five words in there. Well done, Barry. Keep, you know, Alden Barry keeps going very well with that. We need some British players, says Peter Tomlin. I've seen that mentioned before because, of course, what we do is we reference those players who've got that, I suppose, what you would consider to be the British game, i.e. energy, hard work, getting pressing, you know, pressing it rather than necessarily being overly technical. Same old lame old shite, says Andy Ross. Are you talking about us or the game? Either is quite applicable. I think that's quite reasonable. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Cripps, who came on, no longer lurking. Potso's out, save us, Elton. Alex King said, New Year's cocktail party soon. You know, I hope so. Natasha Wright said, compensate fans for dire performance. Natasha made a great point when we beat Huddersfield 2-0. And it could have been four and it could have been five. Who knows? You know, if we'd have taken all the chances. But it was it was one of the the better of the last, uh, since, since, the, uh, uh, since the World Cup break. And she made a really, a point that, really hits home now, which was beware of where Huddersfield are now, because that could be us in six months or 12 months. And I think that tonight is kind of feeling a little bit like it. Alex King says shit, shit, shit and pain. Uh, that's probably just, that's probably on behalf of his uncle who came on and did some world-class swearing earlier on. It really was good stuff. Oh, Gary said too pissed to give a shit. Gary was out having drinks and uh, enjoying himself. Mexican Hornet, hello Emiliano, uh, said fucking dreadful. Pot so fucking out. You see, if there's one thing that Watford are doing, it's promoting the, the good effective use of English swearing throughout North and Central America. I'm glad to see that. Phil Williams said, have they no pride? You've got an extra word there, Phil. Come on, you could just say something like, I don't know, toast rack or something additional. Aaron says, ready for the relegation battle. I don't like swearing, but says John Parslow. Uh, Willie Eckers like, hey, Ken, 
the worst Watford team ever. Ken Campion says, I have no five words. Oh, Carl Campion. Oh, sorry, Carl Campion. I'm getting mixed up with Ken's. Let's finish it up there. Justin, anything you want to finish on tonight? No, Justin's probably given up the ghost as well. Well, oh, there you are. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was eating some Pringles. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I think um, when Andrew came on, he said that um, Slavin was embarrassed. I've just watched, there's a, an interview, I think it might be on the Watford Official channel or the Watford Observer, mm-hmm. an interview with him after the match. He's properly pissed off, Slavin. And so it remains to be seen how that manifests itself, but he does look suitably embarrassed and fed up at tonight's performance. So we will see. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's been a great space. I think that the points have been excellent. Great to hear from that guy from Australia. Great that Andrew Darren. came on. Darren. Thank you, Darren. Come on again. Lovely to hear from Andrew. If you didn't hear from Andrew, it will be available on our podcast. Apologies for that. But I think it's been a great space, but people are fed up, Peter. People are fed up. Well, there will always be people on Twitter with, with diametrically opposed views, and I've got no problem with that whatsoever. This isn't this isn't a place to be upset because somebody doesn't agree with you. But there doesn't seem to be many people who want to say something about it. Uh, if you do and you want to come on next time you know, and turn around and say, look, no, you guys are talking out of your cake hole, more than happy to hear that, more than happy to hear whatever anybody wants to say. But we've had a number of people who've been incredibly supportive and, and have really chosen to support the Pozzo family last year or the uh, Gino Pozzo especially uh, and they've chosen it as a, as a hill to die on and they've finally come around and gone you know what actually this is not going in the right direction you know the, the momentum that this club is going in is not showing an improvement and the fact that so many people feel disenfranchised is is hugely hugely sad this is the original family club and you and I Justin met the lady, Anne Swanson, who had played a huge part along with Elton John and Graham Taylor. But she was, it was hugely important that this communicate with the community and with the town. And now as 30, 40, 40 years later, it's got to communicate around the world because as we know, we've got, we've got supporters in Mexico. We've got supporters in Dubai. We've got supporters in Australia. You know, the communication that can be, that can, that can come out. And this isn't a criticism, a criticism for once of the communications team. This is a direct criticism of the ownership of the club, Mr. Gino Pozzo. We appreciate that you do not want to talk. However, when you are in Italy, you do get interviewed because you're speaking Italian. Now, you may not feel comfortable being interviewed in, in English. You might prefer to be interviewed uh, and feel feel more confident being interviewed in Italian. If you're available, we will come and talk to you. And we will we will do whatever we can to, to facilitate that. And so would Andrew French. You know that we are all Watford supporters and all that we really care about is the good of the club and and ideally the performances on the pitch, not even the result, the performances, because it's the performances that communicate to you, that you connect to, that you see somebody making a lung-busting run, you see somebody making a crunching tackle, you see somebody being as committed to the club on the pitch as the supporters are off the pitch. That's supportive and as committed as all of those cars that are currently coming back down the M4, if they've not got back already. These people give absolutely of their hard-earned right? They they spend money. Yes, they do. But even more importantly, it's an emotional investment that we make in this club. And if there's an opportunity to speak to the to speak to the owner directly, we would absolutely welcome it to get an understanding of what is going on. Boyd earlier on said, I'd rather at least hear from them 
than just have the, the the lack of respect of complete silence. That's one thing we would love. Anyway, anyway, been a rough old night. Tomorrow night or tonight, oh, it's actually tonight now. It's, it's gone past midnight. Is New Year's Eve. The good news is Watford aren't playing. So please feel free, one and all, to go out and have an absolutely tremendous New Year. Have a great New Year. Thank you so much for basically either coming on board or sticking with us uh, throughout 2022. It's been a tremendous year for the pod and for all of the other things that we've got on the platform. It's fantastic that you're here. Thank you so much for everybody who's contributed from the five word reviews, from all the comments that we've got here. They'll be on that podcast, as I say, all of the people who've contributed, which has been so many people tonight. Thank you very much. Apologies for the people we haven't got to. But uh, as ever, even when we lose 4-0, it's still our club. So we get to shout, come on, you horns. You horns. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.